Welcome to the WebmasterRadio.fm Town Hall Meeting. Meet your awesome advertisers and find out what they're up to in this fun and informative show. Explore the latest trends and newest projects from the cutting-edge companies that are part of the WebmasterRadio.fm radio family. Now, here's your host. Welcome to our town hall meeting with Engine Ready's Vice President, Brian Lewis. Brian, welcome to WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks, Jim. It's uh, good talking with you, and, and thanks so much for the opportunity. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's great talking with you, and you guys have some really cool tools out that, that webmasters, search marketers, especially people working in the PPC field, need to know about. Um, so it's, it's, it's great having you on the network. Why don't you just give us a, a, a quick background on Engine Ready? Sure. Uh, Engine Ready's uh, been in business for a little bit over 10 years now, and uh, we're a search marketing agency, uh, also with the software division. Uh, we uh, got our start doing search engine optimization back in the early days, even before pay-per-click was around. And as soon as pay-per-click uh, came onto the scene, we then jumped into that, providing services for that. Uh, we also co-developed a uh, web analytics tool called Conversion Analyst. And uh, lately we've been working on some, uh, some tools for search marketers to help them really key in on how they can improve their conversion rate of their landing pages. Well, it seems it always comes down to the landing page. People have fine-tuned their, their ad groups. They've, they've fine-tuned the key, their keywords that they're targeting. And then the search user goes to the landing page, and often that's where it all falls apart, eh? Yeah, it's really interesting that, that five, six, seven years ago, the, the landing page concept was something that really wasn't even talked about very much. People were really concerned with how well were their AdWords campaigns optimized, how well were they bidding properly. And the big thing back then was, hey, you know, we probably shouldn't be driving the, the traffic to the homepage. We probably should find some targeted page. And the industry has come a long, long way in the last three, four years or so where we've realized, you know what, we really have to have just about everything done perfectly right on that landing page to, to engage that visitor, to really provide the offer in a clear manner, and to guide that visitor all the way through that page to the desired action. Well, yeah, but often the industry knowledge outpaces the knowledge of designers or of, of webmasters who aren't so immersed in the industry. And I guess that's why you guys came up with Conversion Critic, your new landing page uh, conversion optimization tool. Sure. Conversion Critic was, was uh, an attempt by us to, to help marketers really really dissect their landing pages from an objective point of view. You know, a lot of times when you're working on a landing page, you, you work on it so much, and then you, you sit back and you take a look at it, and you go, hmm, I think it looks good. And, and, you, and you may forget about some of the, the more hidden things that don't appear to be big deals, but they really can make a huge difference in your conversion rate. And, and we uh, at Engine Ready here developed uh, the Conversion Critic looking at 37 different characteristics of a landing page. And, and Jim, what we did is, is we classified those 37 characteristics into four key areas that, that uh, we, we use the acronym MORE, and the way we remember it is we want more conversions for our landing pages. And what MORE stands for, the M is for marketing effectiveness, the O is for offer clarity, the R is for readability of copy, and the E is for engagement with visitor. And our feeling was, if we can really find a way to help marketers hone in on those four areas, then uh, marketers should definitely see improvements in their conversion rates. Well, you know, before we get into how the tool works exactly, let's, let's break down these four categories one by one. Marketing effectiveness, offer clarity, readability of copy, and engagement with visitor. So I guess let's start with market effectiveness. What elements on a page relate to market effectiveness? Well, what should marketers be looking for? 
marketing effectiveness is something that goes back way before the web. And, and, and I like to go back to my old direct response or direct mail days to get to use that information. You know, the psychology of, of buying hasn't really changed as far as the way humans think and what, what compels us to act. And the marketing effectiveness really deals with that. Uh, is, is the page really focusing on selling the benefits? You know, there's the, the reason why people buy products uh, – Perhaps consciously they're looking for features, but subconsciously it's that emotional benefit. And, and, and it's real important for a marketer to make sure that they do a good job of selling that, of first identifying what that benefit is and then selling that benefit. Uh, also, you know, there's so much competition out there right now. I, I can do a search for just about any product or service and, and see uh, at least 10 paid search ads. Why do I want to buy from you? What is your unique selling proposition? What makes you better or different than the competition? Uh, is there a real strong call to action? Or is, are you really telling me what to do when I get to that page? Or is it hidden below? Or do I, have to, do I have to go to a bunch of more pages before I really understand, oh, you want me to call? You want me to fill out a form? And finally, should I trust you? Maybe I've never heard of you before, and you're asking for my information, or you're asking me for, for money. Are, are you, do you have certain trust or credibility indicators? So the, these are all of the elements, or some of the elements, actually, that we feel are real important from the marketing effect in this point of view. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to. we only have 30 minutes. I don't want to belabor any one point. So let's move into Offer Clarity. Offer Clarity deals with how easily are you articulating what it is that you're going to be giving to the visitor when they perform the desired action. Are you really explaining your, your offer clearly? And how does your offer stack up against your competitors? And here's where it's real important, obviously, to do a little bit of competitor uh, analysis uh, because your visitor is going to be doing that. Your visitor is going to be bouncing from your page to your competitor's page. Mm-hmm. Are you really providing them a, a sufficient incentive for them to act. And this is going to depend on, you know, lead generation. It's going to differ, depend on lead, lead generation or, or e-commerce. Uh, you know, lead generation, we see what works well, obviously, are things like uh, free white papers, case studies, uh, any, anything above and beyond, you know, we're, going to, we're just going to give you a call or give you free consultation. And then finally, is there a real sense of urgency? Am I, ma- am I really making it clear I want you to act now? And, and that could be done very simply by just putting the word now into uh, your call to action. If you have a button there that says download white paper, the button maybe should say download white paper now. And and Jim, what I want to do is I I meant to preface all this, uh, so I'll kind of interject it now. These elements are are elements that EngineReady has found uh, that have improved conversion. But obviously, every every marketer out there wants to really test all of these because in all different situations, we have different types of uh, demographics of customers. We have different markets. We have different products and services. Oh, certainly, certainly. But that's why you have 37 criteria that that conversion critic is going through point by point by point by point. Um, Along the way, the marketers are, uh, from the the, the quick demonstration of the tool I had, it looks to me along the way the marketers are going to be hitting many of their, their problem points or at least the ones that tend to stand out most frequently. Yeah, we we have found with our clients when we go through this analysis that you know, maybe they had thought, yeah, you know, well, we do have a real strong call to action, and, and uh, we are creating that in- incentive for someone to, to act, and it's right there above the fold, and everything's, you know, the, the copy and everything is really pointing people to that. And then we say, well, is, have you really injected a sense of urgency in there, or do people feel like, okay, I see that there's this, this call to action, but you know what, I'm going to jump around to another site and see their calls to action also. 
Well, I had actually meant to ask, and I and I was going to ask after we'd gone through the other two points, but I, I want to hit it right now. What if the user is positive that they have a very clear offer, that their their call to action is ready to motivate somebody to to, to make that click that turns them into a conversion, but they're not. You know, they, they enter in, they enter into into conversion critic. Uh, they click yes. This is all great. Is there a support line that they can call? Is there is there support that Engine Ready offers uh, your clients or people who are using Conversion Critic to you know actually review it and say, well, you might think this is good, but this is how we would do it. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. What what we're offering for Conversion Critic users is uh, a free forty five minute landing page review with our team. Uh, and, and normally we, we we have a value of this of two hundred ninety nine dollars, but we're extending it to the community right now because we re- really want to get conversion critic out there and adopted and used and, and see improvement in landing pages. And uh, all these uh, the folks need to do is either give us a call at our eight hundred number eight 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 two eight three zero eight eight two, or just uh, send us an email at conversioncritic at engineready dot com, and we'd be happy to spend forty five minutes with them, go through the analysis, and and uh, hopefully find ways to really improve their conversion and, and uh, improve their improve their return on ad spend for their uh, paid search campaigns. We know Brian in, in a previous lifetime before I found the radio, I was a writer, and. I'm also an SEO. I look at I look at websites, landing pages, uh, campaigns. I look at the stuff every day. And one of the things that drives me nuts, and this is this might be the, the the neurotic editor in me coming out. Often, the copy is just un- unmanageable, unreadable. How does Conversion Critic test the readability of copy? There's very there's a, a various factors that Conversion Critic is is going to be looking at. Oh. You know, when you when you hit a landing page, let's say you're doing a search for something, you don't have a lot of patience, you don't have a lot of time, and you want but you want something that's quick, easy that you can digest, that's going to answer all your questions. And is this going is this product or service going to fulfill my needs? And if you come onto a page with a long, long block of of just text, one long paragraph. That, that just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. Are you likely to read that? Or are you going to say, you know what, I think I'll hit the back button and just go <laughs> to another site? And, and the, the, the challenge here is how do you provide all the information necessary for that visitor to really make that decision, but do it in such a way that they can get through that page quickly and easily and not have to read, or at least give them the option to only read what they want to read. And there, and there are ways uh, that we've been able to do that because you certainly, as you, as you alluded to, you certainly don't want a page with just line after line after line of copy. And so the, what we found is some of the tricks that really work well is, is obviously to use bulleted type text where, uh, where you're really highlighting your key benefits, but allow people to drill down so they can click on that, and without taking them to a new page, keep them on that same page, show them a little bit more detail about that. And that way you're giving the reader the ability to to uh, to dig further down in the areas that of, of interest to them without dragging down all of your readers. Uh, something that I, I think is funny. I'll go to a site every once in a while, and I'll see a uh, copy that you know may not be that that long, but it spans the entire width of the page. And uh, I don't know about about you, Jim, but at, at my age. I have a little difficulty reading uh, a line of copy that goes all the way from the left border to the right border. So it's important to, to make sure that your, your, even your line lengths are, are relatively narrow, you know, no more than 45 to 60 characters wide, so it's easy for people to read those, those kind of things. 
I think you, you, I'm sure you've heard of this before, and, and I think the industry's catching on a little bit quicker. The uh, the old black text on white backgrounds. Uh, every study I've ever read shows that readability is maximized with a black text or black copy on a white background. And uh, we all know it looks cool when it's the opposite, you know, the sites that all have a black background with white text. Uh, but you're definitely going to be suffering a trade-off there. You're going to have reduced readability, and that, that ultimately could, could reduce your conversion. So there is a cost to that. And uh, if you, you know, when you use paragraphs, make them real, real short. Sometimes maybe only one sentence or one or two sentences. So that way your visitor, who initially is going to scan that page, can scan the parts of the, of the copy that's going to be important to his or her needs. Well, it's amazing how many little tricks that are just just common sense, and this could be marketing common sense from the uh, from the age of, of visual ads in the the twenties, thirties, and forties, from the age of television ads in the sixties, uh, seventies, and eighties, or now in the age of digital ads. It's amazing how many little things that we know in, we, we know instinctually, right. but when it comes to putting them on the page, webmasters, search marketers, and even the best of us sometimes forget. The important, the important little things. Now, all of this together added up is engagement with the visitor. It's what brings the visitor into your site. It's what keeps them coming back again. It's what makes them move to do that click, that it's so, such important click that makes them a, an honest conversion. The last letter of the acronym you're using, MORE, stands for engagement. What do you mean by that? Engagement is, is something that you want to make sure your visitor has a good experience. And a lot of times a good experience is get me through that page as quickly as possible uh, because I've got other tasks I need to get to. And when we talk about lead generation, let's talk about forms for, for a minute here. We don't, you know, our sales team may want a ton of information from the visitor, from the lead. However, maybe some of that information is absolutely not required or even better, maybe save some of that information for the thank you page. So let's just put the absolute minimum required amount of, of information we need on the form. And then when we get that person to, to go ahead and hit that submit button, they're going to be taken to a thank you page. Then let's throw up the optional field. Say, by the way, you know, can you also provide this? At that point, we, but we already have the conversion, so we have nothing to lose. Uh, I, I still see some forms that have a reset button. And the, the problem with that is most people don't need a reset button anymore. But the, the real problem with that is when you get to the bottom of form, we don't want to give the user more than one choice. We want them to hit that submit button. We want mm-hmm. them to, to fill out that form and, and, and contact us, get the white paper, whatever it is that particular action is. So let's not give them any other choices. And, and, and that's why one of the important things that we haven't really talked about is the starting point of your landing page strategy is what is it that you're really going to try to accomplish. Uh, you may say, you know, it would be great if I can get a lead and a newsletter sign up and someone to call me, and I don't know which one I really want. And it's important to really figure out which of those do you really want. I was just talking with a client yesterday, we were doing some landing page work for, and uh, I, I said, they're a lead generation. And I said, are, are you more interested in getting phone calls or getting the form filled out? What, what tends to be a better lead for you? And there was silence after that question. And that question was so key to us because... If, if phone calls are better leads, let's really highlight that as the, as the primary call to action. So it's real important for marketers to, to, to clearly articulate to themselves what it is that they want to accomplish on that page and then try to keep that, that focus singularly in mind. 
if if they're looking for a lead and they're also looking for a newsletter sign up again the lead is the primary object uh, the primary objective put the newsletter sign up box on the thank you page after they've already uh filled out the lead form and just a couple other things real quick jim uh try to make the whole process take place in in two or less clicks and uh also, as far as using attention att- uh, attracting features, I'm talking here about videos, animations. Uh, there's some debate about whether those should start up automatically. Here's something you really, really want to test. Our experience, however, has shown that generally it's not a good idea to start those up when the user enters the page because they're distracting. But again, that's something uh, that that's definitely worthy of test. You know, I'd like to I'd like to touch on a number of these subjects, but before we do that. We have to pay some bills here on webmasterradio.fm. Friends, you're listening to a town hall meeting with Brian Lewis, the vice president at Engine Ready. We're talking about their new tool, the conversion, uh, conversion Critic. We're going to be talking about Conversion Critic, landing page optimization, and a lot more Engine Ready when we come back from these messages. The webmasterradio.fm town hall meeting. We'll be right back after these messages. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO-ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. Webmasterradio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the WebmasterRadio.fm town hall meeting. Here's your host. And we're back here with Brian Lewis, Vice President from Engine Ready, on a town hall meeting here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Brian, welcome back. Thanks, Jim. Now, before we had to go to break, you were talking about some of the common factors that, that you found on websites that, you know, 
the animations that open up immediately, audio files that might open immediately, or a video that opens immediately. And, you know, some people think this is a great thing to put on my page. This, this video is a great ad- advertisement for, for my bed and breakfast, or this video is a great advertisement for my RV company. But you were just saying that sometimes that actually leads to lower conversions. Why is that? Well, again, it's something that I'll preface by saying we definitely want to test. We, we have done tests with, with some of our clients that, that have video on their site, and we have found certainly the inclusion of video has dramatically improved conversion rate. And we, we did an A-B split test where we had the video start automatically when the page loaded, and the, uh, the other side of the test was only have the video start when the user clicks the start button. And we saw about a 25% improvement in conversion rate when the user had the ability to start the video. And, and our thinking here is you, a, a user lands on your landing page, and this is, this is like kind of going to a foreign country. They're, they're not familiar with what they're seeing. They're, and so depending on how well the elements of your page are laid out, there's a lot of things that are vying for your attention. And the visitor has to kind of absorb all that information and figure out, okay, wh- what is it I'm supposed to do? Do you want me to read the headline? Do you want me to read the, these benefits? You want me to fill out this form or add this product to the shopping cart? And in the meantime, if there's a video playing or there's animation, that could be an, enough to distract the user from really what it is that they want to do. They may just want some quiet time. I get, you know, I get to this page like, okay, I, I want to be the one in control here. I want to really read about what this company's offering and whether it's a real solution to the problems that I have or not. So what I hear you saying is it's wise to give your user, your, your visitor, options. But it's also wise, like options in, in, in receiving information the, the way they wish to receive it. But it's also wise to let them choose which way they want to receive it. Right. Right. And, and as far as, like, flash animations, which, you know, video definitely adds value. Well, it depends, oh, it depends on the, quality, the, the content and the quality of the video, but I'm going to make the assumption that the video is there to definitely add value. There are some animations that are there more for design purposes or branding purposes, and those are the ones that I would be even less inclined to say, hey, you know what, don't, really don't let these things start up automatically because I've, I've been to the pages before, Jim, I'm sure you have too, where you want to start reading about the product or service and here's this nice little animation, it's beautiful in the background of some planet circling the sun or something like that. And your eye keeps being drawn over to that. And so I read, I read like three, three words of the headline and my eye keeps being drawn back to that. And at some point... Uh, my patience level is quite low because I know I can hit the back button and go to someone else's site. You've been, Engine Ready's been in the business for, in, in PPC at any rate, for since, really since the dawn of the PPC age. Over the years, how much has your practice changed from, and we were talking earlier where it was all about copy and all about keyword bids and all about keyword groupings, and now it's more about landing pages. How many other major changes have you seen in Engine Ready's practice, and I guess just out in the in the paid market, paid search marketing ecosystem? It, it's been a fundamental transformation, and, and it, it's it's really been an enjoyable transformation. From the old days, one of the really really key changes was the adoption of using web analytics for conversion tracking. Uh, the early days of web analytics was. Uh, was more about, well, what people called hits, and I still actually run into people calling them hits, but it was more about, uh, you know, how many visitors did I get and how many page views did I get. And it was the dawn of conversion tracking uh, in the earlier days of PPC that really suddenly you could put your finger down and say, you know what, I can now see exactly 
how each keyword is performing. I can now adjust my bids based on how each keyword is performing. Of course, these days, that's just second nature. But that is something that actually happened as a, as, as a major transformation during the, the earlier years. And, and as we were mentioning before, uh, along came the whole concept then of these landing pages. And, and, and how are we making sure that we're driving people to the right page? And one of the questions is, is how granular do you get with your landing pages. Let me give you an example. I'll throw this out to you, Jim, for your input, because we know that, in general, the more granular or the more continuity there is between the keyword phrase, the ad creative, and your landing page, the better conversion you're probably going to see. Let's say that you sell promotional pens, you know, pens that have logos on them. And if somebody does a search on the keyword phrase, promotional pens, you take them to the promotional pens page, where you're featuring, you know, pens with logos. If someone's doing a search for personalized pens, which are identical to promotional pens, do you have a separate landing page that has really the same content, but instead focuses on the keyword personalized pens? Uh, and for that, I would say yes. And then you think about, okay, how about the word promo pens? You know, should we have a separate page for that? And it really, I, it comes down to budgetary and, and, uh, and resource issues. Uh, but we're strong believers in how how important the continuity is between that keyword phrase, whether it's you know personalized pens, promo pens, or promotional pens, to that ad and all the way to the landing page. Well, the the common sense marketer in me marketer in me is inclined to agree. The repetition works very well, and when uh, we know that when a user sees something in a in uh, search results, and then immediately they see the same phrase, top left hand or right in the middle of the page. You know, it just hammers. This was the search I was looking for. This is the information I was looking to get. Right now, right in the in the last few years, and uh, I guess especially since Conversion Critic Critic has come out, what are some of the more common design mistakes or um, marketing mistakes you see being made in landing pages? I I see that that in general uh, companies are not doing enough testing. And it has become so easy now to test uh, with, with Google's free tool that there really is no reason not to test. And this, this goes back to, again, the direct response marketing days where, you know, you, we would never send a direct response letter out without testing either the offer or the creative. Uh, so that's something that I, I think there's always opportunities, no matter how well you think your page is doing. Uh, there's probably a better way to tweak it and get even more out of it. Uh, we're seeing a lot of still copy that's, I call the wee-wee syndrome. Have you heard of the wee-wee syndrome? What's the wee-wee syndrome? The wee-wee syndrome is copy that talks about how wonderful we are. <laughs> we take pride in customer service. We're leaders in our industry. Uh, we'll make sure we take care of you. We want to partner with you. And uh, that copy just doesn't work because, number one, it just doesn't have any credibility to it. But number two... I can answer it with, well, so what? And when I look at copy from a marketing perspective, that's the question I always ask is, so what? What's in it for me? And I think that's a good barometer of how good the copy is that you're writing. If you write something, can, you, can, can a visitor still say, so what? And if, if they can, that means maybe you really haven't hit the target yet. If they can't, then you're probably doing a pretty good job. And it's a lot more difficult, obviously, to write copy, to build up, your your company as a credible source without saying we are the leaders in our industry. Instead, turning that around as a benefit, 
Uh, but that that's that's a huge one, and 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 we still do occasionally see companies not really hitting the target as well as they can, uh, and falling in the, into the trap of uh, the wee wee syndrome. And what probably the the one uh, other area that we see is making sure that your web analytics are properly installed and that your tracking is working correctly because it it all comes down to the numbers, and you've got to have that good accurate tracking going on. Uh, so to make sure that the numbers you're getting are really representative of what your visitors are doing. Now, over the years, the PPC market has become more sophisticated. PPC marketers and paid search marketers have become more sophisticated. And I guess there's a lot of in-house teams that are sort of jumping into the marketplace now, working for large, large and small companies. Who is Conversion Critic designed for? Who is your primary uh, client user? We've designed Conversion Critic to, to be used by any size organization that's using paid search. Uh, you know, we, we try to... One of, the, one of the challenges, Jim, we had with Conversion Critic is we started out with about 68 elements. And we thought, my God, this is going to take people two hours to go through. And uh, my CEO said, look, we've got to get this thing more usable. And, and he and I arm wrestled over it. And I said, well, but there's, these are 68 important elements. And what we decided is, well, there's there's some overlap. Let's let's combine some of these because we wanted to really make this tool a very friendly, usable tool for both small mom and pop shops all the way up to the companies that are investing hundreds of thousands of dollars every month in Google AdWords. Mm-hmm. Although you might you, know, you think it does take a few minutes to go through the the 37 different uh, question based criteria that's listed in Engine Ready, but I want you to think about it. How much does it cost to have a second or third pair of eyes vet your PPC campaigns, all 30, 40, or 50 of them? So perhaps that time is actually saving the user money. Yeah, and what's the, what's the beauty of this is that the, they can run a report. The report will be saved. Then they're going to go and say, you know what, okay, let's go ahead and tweak this page. Then they can run another report and, and see how that, uh, scores compared to the original report, and then do an A/B split test and say, "Hey, guess what? Conversion Critic, you know, that kind of helped us out there. We, you know, our, our conversion rate jumped up a, couple, uh, a percentage point or so." So you're challenging people right now to try to try your free version of Conversion Critic, do an A/B test, and you know, show that it actually does help you improve your landing pages, which thus helps improve conversions. We would love any feedback we can get. How do people uh, do that? How do they get signed up? How do they take this challenge? Well, they can uh, they can use the tool for free, Conversion Critic, by just visiting conversioncritic.com. Uh, all they need to do is sign up for an account, which, again, is absolutely free. And uh, they put in what the URL of their landing page is, and then it will instantly take them through the analysis and, uh, and then the report. And uh, as I mentioned before, since this is a brand new tool, we're releasing it for free right now, and we're also offering a free 45-minute landing page review for Conversion Critic users. They're they're welcome to give us a call at our 800 number, which is 888-283-0882, or drop us an email at conversioncritic at engineready.com, and uh, we'll have our team spend about 45 minutes on the phone with them, going through in more detail uh, some of the analysis that the Conversion Critic reports uh, output. Friends, listeners, marketers, take Brian up on this. This is the vice president of a fairly significant search marketing company who's made a really cool tool who's saying, take me up on this offer. 
Brian Lewis, Vice President of Engine Radio. It's been a pleasure talking to you in this town hall. i got to thank you for spending the time on Webmaster Radio today. Hey, Jim, it's been a real pleasure. And again, thanks for the opportunity. Well, I look forward to talking to you again. Okay, thanks much.